Welcome to the STC Summer Podcast on the Practice of Neighbouring. Join us each week as we dive deeper into what it means to be biblically better neighbours. We hope you enjoy. So, hello uh, listeners. I don't know what else to start with as we get on with with the podcast. Welcome to the uh, Summer Podcast Series at STC. And we are looking at the theme of the practice of neighbouring. And tonight, uh, on our first uh, soiree into this great field of uh, mystery and imagination, I'm joined by Lucy Uren and Claire Hemingway. Um, Lucy, why don't you start just a little introduction to who you are? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm Lucy. I am on the youth team, so some people may know me from that. Um, and I've done a couple of bits of pieces at the front. Maybe people might recognise me from that. But ultimately, I'm part of the Unite cluster, which is the best young adults cluster. And um, and I've got a, a little uh, who is my neighbour uh, question at the top of my sheet. And my neighbour is Claire. <laughs> Come on. Great. And I'm Claire um, and I'm a junior doctor working in the city. Just moved last year, actually. So been at STC a good few months now, um, but mostly over lockdown. Also part of Unite Cluster, also part of Lucy Six. Couldn't get enough of Lucy. So moved in <laughs> next door. Um, but yeah, just, uh, yeah, been hanging out really since then. Brilliant. And you did say, as we were just prepping um, for uh, today's podcast, that the title, the stuff that we're going to be looking at is around barriers to neighbouring. And you saw that title and you're a little concerned that Lucy had actually just got you on uh, in order to address some issues that she's got with you already. Yeah, couldn't tell me face to face. They thought, why not record it on a podcast, overcoming barriers with your neighbour. I've got this huge barrier. It's Claire. But get my church leader in as well. (laughs) Serious stuff. Let's get this out in the open. Brilliant stuff. So on uh, the Sunday that this uh, will go out and following, uh, we're looking at the um, Good Samaritan, aren't we? That's what's uh, what's going to have gone out on Sunday. And so I know that um, you have some thoughts around uh, the questions as to who is our neighbour and uh, and why do we do this neighbouring thing? Um, do you want to come in, Lucy? And speak yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're sort of having a discussion about, yeah, like, how can we learn from that story about who our neighbour is and um, how ultimately the kind of point is that the neighbour is not like us. There's, I mean, there's so much you can get stuck in with that story. Um, uh, but particularly, it's it's somebody who's not like us, who's maybe different, that there's natural kind of barriers that, that raise up. And um, uh, yeah, kind of that, how do we take the opportunities that we're given, but also wrestle with some of that, um, some of those differences um yeah like we kind of um battered that around but Claire would you say that's sort of uh a kind of fair representation of, of what we're discussing kind of like that that difficulty of barriers yeah and kind of thinking about actually being in a unique position as a neighbor that obviously Jesus in this passage is talking about like loving our neighbor being all people but actually like obviously we're intentionally talking about what it looks like to neighbor those people who live next door to you which is a really unique position because those people might change really regularly or yeah you, you kind of people you might not ever mix with but you move into a nice house or a not so nice house next to somebody and that's a really unique kind of intimacy that you have with like these people who you don't actually know at all and they mm. kind of strangers that then sort of automatically become yeah, people who are kind of intimate in some way and watch you take out the bins in your pajamas um yeah. 
so Absolutely. yeah I guess we're talking about our physical neighbour in this context um yeah I think you've said that well and yeah, it's that kind of factor. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that kind of factor of like, yeah, there's no, there's no hiding, is there, from like, you know, living right next door to each other. You know, I think that's partly one of the reasons why we're called to neighbour in that way is because uh, you can see immediately <laughs> how far Jesus is in your life by, you know, how angry you are about, I don't know, that fence being moved or that plant being cut down. So, yeah brilliant stuff and so there is that sense isn't there that you move in next door you are physically close to folk and you have a choice don't you as to whether or not you sort of keep your head down and uh, and don't engage you've seen them in their in their worst taking out their bins in their uh in their night attire with their big fluffy slippers um with uh, no doubt some big cartoon anyway let's move on um and so there is that sense that you move into folk, you don't know them, that they are complete strangers and yet you share an address. And um, so what about that sort of sense in terms of how you go about making somebody who is an alien, somebody very different to you, um, become somebody that is known and even there I say potentially become a friend and uh, and uh, yeah a confidant on the street what what is what's that about how's that been for you yeah um well I guess I had a secret weapon when I moved into this house that was Lydia who was very good at baking <laughs> and unfortunately she's now left so she, <laughs> I don't have this power anymore but we did a lot yeah when we first moved in um we yeah did some kind of introduction baking and went and said hey and so that was a sort of first step um and I think again that kind of neighboringness uh or kind of proximity makes you very sort of present tense I think we were talking about tran transient kind of living you know people moving around but actually you know rather than thinking about who will I love in the future it's like who am I going to love right now who lives right next to me um so yeah we kind of made that as a sort of first step um but I think we you know probably didn't see the I don't know connection after that for quite a long time and I think it's sort of maybe being prepared to take those initial steps knowing that actually it's a very long process to establish sort of kind of relationship and connection. So let me take you back then. You've, you're living with uh, Lydia Kiesel, um, who's gone back over to Germany. Gone back to Germany. You will yeah. be missed, but we've named yeah. her now, so that's OK. <laughs> um, and you can bake, which is a wonderful, wonderful gift to have. Mm. Um, but there's a crazy scheme that's cooked up between you. I know, let's bake and let's take them to the neighbours. How do yeah. you feel in that moment? Yeah, I think it's, in, I think it's, I um, am naturally very aware that you are walking up to somebody's house there. It's their private space. It's where they come to get away. Um, and I think it's, I think all of us in some ways should have <laughs> that natural kind of kick of, oh, what's going to happen? Because if we didn't, that would kind of actually be a little bit wrong. You know, we are walking into somebody else's space where they should feel comfortable and should feel safe. Um, so, um, yeah, there's that natural sort of feeling. And I think it's um, uh, just making sure that you are just, you've got loads of respect in that place. You're just being open to whatever kind of connection they want to have. If they want to say, thanks very much, but actually, yeah, I, I've got dishes to do great you know you've made a first Im impression or a first discussion and sort of being okay with that it could go 
really badly but that's okay because you now know where the line is with that person and you can follow up and pray um but yeah I think all of us definitely have that kick and I think in some ways we should sort of almost acknowledge it and be okay with it rather than sort of being guilty or worried about you know am I a good Christian because I'm scared about xyz or I feel this but I think actually it's like do you know what now I'm I'm somebody who respects some of these boundaries by by feeling that space um but yeah absolutely it's difficult yeah <laughs> I love that sense that actually we've assumed that everybody has that level of respect I'm just sort of playing through in my mind to those that don't that just try the neighbor's door push in and go hey I've got some cake because yeah. I think that that would just be huge wouldn't it um yeah, yeah. Was, Door, doors are yeah. locked and curtains are drawn from that moment on yeah um yeah. so claire claire how about <laughs> you so you've moved to sheffield and you've had a first set of neighbors and now you've moved again within sheffield uh because lucy is somebody that you are beginning to stalk which uh this is a wonderful <laughs> thing uh, so how's it been? i have boundaries claire no. <laughs> <laughs> how's it how is it for you in terms of those those two first steps uh arriving in the city yeah so i've actually moved twice already um so we had some problems with our first house so i moved but actually i was reflecting on this um just in general so because i was a medical student for six years i've probably had about 30 sets of neighbors if not more wow. um because we used to rotate on placements so often so i don't know doing eight placements a year like often i'd be living in people's houses and um, sort of living in the gp's houses or living in the practice manager's house of a gp or um living on placement so peterborough city hospital great great accommodation but and then I rotate around bedford around cambridge around all these different places so actually i've probably had at least 30 40 neighbours for somebody who's 25 that's actually quite a lot of neighbours um, and I think like I I guess moving to Sheffield like I really love the city actually northern people generally are much more friendly and much more approachable um, which I think helps and I'm from Stoke-on-Trent myself so I think I was saying to Lucy my neighbours I live in a very small village and my neighbours are sort of it in the back door all the time like they're stealing your rhubarb left right and center and um, but you're going down there stealing their red currants so it's all right um but that that culture i think growing up for me has kind of just been that back like my parents have always kind of cultivated that backdoor culture of like our door is always open if you need an extra egg if you need some baking powder for that cake at 11 p.m you can come round. Um, and so i think just having so many different sets of neighbours, I've actually met people from like so many sort of different backgrounds and it's it's so difficult, like Lucy was saying about kind of attitude and sort of understanding, like some people just actually don't want to talk to you yeah. um, and kind of how can you bless those people? Um, and actually like one thing I've definitely found is just that consistency of praying for those people um, of kind of, cause I'm naturally an extrovert and actually just praying that, um, these people would come to know me as a neighbour, even though they might not want to engage in the way that I would, uh, which I think is quite hard for extroverts to say, actually, maybe we need to take a step back. Um, so, yeah, I think just kind of, and, and also for me, it's been praying into what are the needs of the people around me. So um, kind of, we talked a bit about the Good Samaritan and kind of actually it's quite an obvious need, like he's in a ditch, he's bleeding, he's been mugged, sort of, I think all of us, if we walk past somebody on the street, we would see that need. 
but actually like just praying into what is the need of the people around us and for one person that was a phone charger on a placement in Peterborough Hospital um but for other people actually that is a listening ear um just when you get in from work and I'm in a chat on the doorstep for other people actually that is just kind of just taking their bins out and kind of not doing anything else so I think kind of praying for the need as I don't know if that makes sense but kind of really helpfully just kept me kind of aware of what different neighbours might need um yeah and I guess sorry this may be on a tangent but um like I had a neighbour in Cambridge who they were like recently moved uh sort of immigrants and they really needed an English tutor like they kept on asking me every time I'd seen them at the gate they'd ask me for an English tutor and I was on placement so much I couldn't be that but actually I then signposted them to somebody who could be that um that English tutor and then they got an English tutor but I think it's being aware that sometimes we don't have to take on the burden of everybody's needs but actually pointing people in the right direction for other services or whatever um is also part of being a good neighbor like it's not all on us to do all those things um yeah yeah it's really good and I certainly um remember um a sense from uh, somebody that we actually spent some time with out in Romania um who said that with that cultural difference with with living next door to different people we can very much assume that we can see the need that they have mm. but it's only as we get to know them that mm. we truly begin to um, understand obviously praying and uh, asking God to reveal that sort of uh, way that we can connect and serve in a meaningful way but it's often only as we start to get to know folk that there's that genuine sense that they are able to share what they need and we can invite them to reciprocate and mm. um, go and knock on someone's door to, to get involved. So in terms of um, coming back to sort of barriers, what would you say are sort of some of the top barriers that we need to overcome to, to pluck up the courage, to steal the Germans' cakes, to go and knock on that next door neighbour and, uh, and make those first introductions? Yeah, I, th I think... Um... We talked a lot about habit and sort of routine and we were sort of mentioning like the habit of prayer and I think sort of in some ways deciding ahead of time and moving is such a great opportunity to do it when you're moving it's like oh clean break but you know I think we can do this anytime but just to deciding so you know I'm always going to say hello when I see the minute cardinal I'm always going to take this opportunity or I'm always going to sort of whatever it is and I think if I'm really honest I think the connections we have happened because of lockdown really we just had that natural opportunity of being in the garden every day we were there like there was just opportunities left right and center and um um yeah I think <laughs> actually it's really good to have Claire Claire on his name because I think like Claire being my neighbor is actually the result of probably one of the more complicated relationships on in neighboring in that um no I won't go into names and details but like uh, the wonderful couple who um Claire's now renting from um were doing up their house during lockdown and we didn't really know them very well at that point and to be honest it was a tense time you know when you can't leave your house except for once a day you're trying to work there's like people coming through your bathroom and you're just a bit like I could really do without the sound of hammers today um and actually I, it, I mean ultimately I think you know it's got to be a, a work of God but also a constant of you know what 
and it's painful because you kept me up at like eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> but I'm gonna say hi to you and I'm going to like ask how your day was and I'm going to like check in with what shift was like and there were times that I was like show up <laughs> I don't care about your shift. I hope it was terrible. No, but like, <laughs> well, it's all coming um, out now, Lisa. No, sorry, sorry. But um, but the reality of that was that, like, <laughs> you know, we, you know, because that was just such a genuine situation. We actually did get some great friendship out of that because they knew that we were dealing with that. They like, you know, then they started mowing our lawn, which was incredibly sweet of them. And, you know, we got some different connections out of that. And um, uh, their their daughter really sweetly bought us a Christmas card, like when we bought them some bits and pieces at Christmas. And that kind of conversation kept snowballing. And eventually, you know, one day I was outside and I was like, oh, when are you moving in? Like, we haven't seen you for a while. And they were like, oh, actually, we're having a baby, so we need to move on and we're looking to rent the house. And I was like, huh, like, I know somebody who needs to, uh, you know, rent a house. And then, you know, it's just one more step of kind of like, oh, you've got a need. Well, actually, I happen to have a connection there. Like, um, yeah. Love it. And I love the fact that you, um, that where you started was actually making a conscious decision. That even if you're not going to bake, you're not going to go and knock on a door that any time that you saw or that they passed you in the street, you were just going to smile. You were going to be friendly and uh, and see what was going to develop from there. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Claire, anything that you'd like to sort of um, throw in in terms of. Yeah, um, I think I think we were in terms of in terms of barriers, we were kind of thinking about like practical and emotional things. So kind of that sounds a bit weird, but kind of we've talked we touched a bit on attitude and kind of kind of Lucy saying about kind of construction work next door and kind of still having that attitude of, of loving these people and kind of dropping your prize even when you think oh my goodness this is actually really impossible um, and I think like one of the barriers I know just chatting to various different people about being a neighbour I think some people can say sort of actually that's really great for you because you have Lucy as a neighbour and Lucy's cracking like she's class um, and actually oh, Jean, I hate her. she's nice too and she's absolutely lush as well like she's great um but actually my neighbors aren't like me and my like that's great for you but my neighbors aren't like that so I'm not going to engage with my neighbors and I think I felt really struck by like if you start to be a good neighbor then you will change the culture of your environment yeah. but actually expecting people to be good neighbors to you is like very different and I think it's like you know being a good friend like instead of being like oh I don't have any good friends actually start by being a good friend um so yeah I think we kind of talked about attitude and kind of particularly when you meet resistance how we can kind of keep praying and keep kind of yeah just keep keep on like respecting our neighbor's boundaries and yeah kind of adjusting to that situation mm. um but I guess like practically like I don't know Lucy if you have thoughts on this but we would I was thinking a lot about kind of time and time like it's something that I now don't have very much of working so many on-call shifts and I think post-COVID as well thinking about kind of you touched on lockdown how people have bonded as neighbours well actually now everything's opening up you're spending more time with those people who you really love and you're spending more time with your mates and actually you then might start to neglect those sort of neighbourly relationships that you've mm. built because of a time thing um, and kind of hurrying past it and I think 
I think about the priest and the Levite in this story and thinking like, where are they going? Like, are they going, to, is he going? Like, has he got a dinner or something that he's like, I need to get there and he's like meet these people. So he's not gonna stop because he's like, I'm on my way to somewhere else. And I think just like, I guess, giving time, even if that is not, you're not able to give much, but I know like students have loads of time. Like, mm. like why don't you ask the neighbors if they want like their garden doing or like, you know, they might not have money, but they might have time to give. Um, so I think just like slowing down a bit, even though things are opening up and being like, mm. how can I intentionally love my neighbor, even if I have the constraint of time? Um, mm. And for me, that was like, actually, I'm gonna intentionally try and always cook a fourth portion. And, you know, actually like that doesn't take any more time. You're cooking a big curry, cook four portions, not three, you know, and give that portion away. And that's something you can really easily build into routine or um, like praying at the door and being like, when I lock the door in the morning, I'm gonna pray for the person on the left. And when I unlock the door in the evening, I'm gonna pray for the person on the right, like kind of building into routine um, that doesn't then seem like another burden on your time, mm. but it's kind of manageable and doable in what is, you know, pretty pretty intense kind of opening up period of post-covid um, that's really cool and i'm in mind as well not so much the uh the people walking through the bathroom but that that moment when you arrive home and uh it's been a tough long day um loads of stuff ticking around in your head and you see the neighbor um just coming home or just heading out and making the conscious choice to go hi rather than just locking the car hoping that they've not seen you and, and dashing mm. into the house um it's often the little simple things isn't it that um that don't cost very much that don't take very much time but continue mm. to um enable that connection and relationship to grow it's really yeah. cool brilliant have you got any more thoughts before i sort of close this down i think like um I think my my big one is like keeping it really authentic to the person. I think it's so important that like uh, we don't make people feel like they're just our kind of our, our, our job for the day or our kind of kind of thing. That we are genuinely like uh, like we said, sort of committed and intentional um, sort of to them. And I think where we do have those kind of like oh moments or oh, I really don't want to do this also kind of like leaving it to God and being like this could be a really awkward encounter but uh like I'm gonna leave it to God and ultimately it's up to him and if it is just high once a week or once a month even you know God can do something with that still That's yeah really cool. Claire and I I think for me it's just like not seeing this as another burden and just finding joy in neighboring mm. So such an exciting thing that what a privilege that we get to be neighbors to people. Um, and I just think however you're gonna neighbor, whether that is by praying or like for me, I love baking. So like that is like me sharing joy is by baking for Jean and being like, yeah, have some of this Victoria sponge. Um, and just like, yeah, I think I was really struck by like that bit that Jesus says about going and doing and just committing. And I think as you know, actually, as Jesus committed to us in this whole process of being a neighbor, like we should commit to our neighbors, but we're not doing this alone. Like we are partnering with God um, to go out and like love our neighbors and, you know, change the culture of our, our streets. So it's a really exciting, like challenge. So good, isn't it? And there is that genuine sense that actually we're just going to love and to connect with folk and where that goes, that's in God's hands. Yeah. 
Um, So it stays authentic. It stays actually just building good relationships because it's often through those places that God can move. That's so cool. Thank you so much for giving up some of your precious time. Uh, I love the fact that I know at least one person who loves to bake. Uh, (laughs) So so that's always a good thing. Um, But thanks for joining us today. Thanks for kicking off our podcast series. And um, yeah, enjoy, have fun, connect with those neighbors. Brilliant. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you have any questions about STC or would like to get in contact, please email admin at stcsheffield.org.